Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Hey guys, Jeremiah here. Welcome back to Board Games Daily, where it's board games all day, every day, or I don't know. We need a catchphrase right there, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We always appreciate that. Uh, our numbers are steadily on the rise, uh, even more so lately. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are out there sharing the show telling people about it, tuning in. We appreciate all of that. Just want to run down real quick what you can expect today. We're going to kick off our next game night cage fight and bring you the results of last week. And I believe we have a first impression and I'm not even sure what game it is. So uh, (laughs) I didn't even read my notes before I started recording, but there it is. That's, uh, you know, that's just how it goes. We also need to remind you, get on over to theologyofgames.com slash Patreon, and you will uh, be able to be a part of what we do here on Board Games Daily and at Theology of Games at Large. We do written reviews, we do we dabble with video content, and of course we have three podcasts for your listening pleasure. So go on, head on over there, check it out. You can be a part of what we do for just a dollar a month, and we also will send you some pretty cool promo items. So that being said, we're going to get into this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before I go any further, if you want to get in on any of these conversations that we have, whether it's Game Night Cage Fight or we're talking about a game, if you want to chime in, have yourself be heard, call 216-352-3864 or go to theologyofgames.com bgd. There's a form there. You can contact the show. Or, of course, if you're listening on Anchor, the Anchor app has that very cool voice message feature. Go ahead and use that, and we'll get you in on the show. All right, here we go. Board Games Daily. Stay tuned as we get things rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this week's Game Night Cage Fight. And in this corner, two games enter and one game leaves. Who wins, you decide. Vote on this week's cage fight by going to Twitter at Board Games Daily or call in 216-352-3864. Hey everyone, it's Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyOfGames.com. Coming to you with the results of last week's Game Night Cage Fight, and a new Game Night Cage Fight today. So last night we put up Dungeon Roll versus Dungeon Raiders, and this was less a mechanical link than a thematic link, and it was a close race. After a week's time, it was 56% Dungeon Roll to 44% 
Dungeon Raiders. That's a really close one. We have not had one that close in a long time. So on to this week's. This week's, I thought I would do Dungeon Games from Vlada Shvato. Dungeon Lords versus Dungeon Pets. I have played both of these. I don't actually know if Jeremiah or AJ have played them, but, you know, they can weigh in and you can weigh in and whoever's played it can weigh in, but that's the Game Night Cage Fight for the week. Dungeon Lords versus Dungeon Pets. Now, I'll give you my opinion. I played Dungeon Lords many years ago, and I didn't like it. I really thought it was terrible, and there were a couple things I liked, the card play and... Um, I just the card play was good. I liked the card play, but the rest of it, I felt like there were no interesting decisions to be made. The theme is that you are a dungeon lord and you have, are creating this dungeon for heroes to go through, and you're trying to kill them. And there are battles, but like we played, it's a long game, and there were only two battles in that entire game, and the battles it turned out were really boring, mathy puzzles that. Uh, what you were supposed to do just seemed obvious. It was like, oh, this is going to happen. Why well, should play this? And then I should play this. And there were like f- 47 different steps to go through when you're doing these battles. And it's like, oh, okay, wait. Uh, the priest can heal, but only damage from attacks that happen this turn. And traps don't count as attacks. And then, oh, okay, the, the, there's a spell coming up, but it only affects this guy because he's the only one with a wizard. And, oh, man, I it was, yeah. It tries to be a dungeon crawler and a Euro, and I don't think it succeeds at either one. So when somebody said to me, hey, you should play Dungeon Pets, I really did not want to. It was one of those things where seriously, like, it was that or go home, and I thought, fine, I'll just play Dungeon Pets. And I liked it. (laughs) I liked it a lot. I liked it so much that I bought it and have played it with my kids a number of times. It's one of their favorite games. We all love Dungeon Pets. And I disliked Dungeon Lords. And they were asking me about it the other day because they saw it in a, a catalog or something. And I said, kids, trust me on this. Dungeon Lords is no good. Keep playing Dungeon Pets. So that's my answer. Dungeon Pets, you are a Dungeon Lord who is deciding to get into the pet business and competing against other players who are trying to do the same thing. And you're trying to attract buyers and breed these crazy monster pets and they get bigger and you have to keep feeding them and keep giving them the things that they like, including poop for some of them. And, uh, or they bust out or they go to other dimensions if they get too many mutations. It's really fun. Total Euro game, heavy Euro with a little bit of luck. Dungeon Pets rocks. Try it out. It's kind of an oldie but a goodie. Dungeon Lords came out in 2009 and Dungeon Pets, I can't remember. But anyway, that's it. That's the cage fight for the week. Weigh in, let us know what you think, and we will talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Okay, I'm going to jump in on this conversation about the Game Night Cage fight, and I don't have a whole lot to add. I will say this. I haven't played either Dungeon Lords or Dungeon Pets, but if if you put a gun to my head and said, pick one, you have to pick one, There's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. Just pick one. I think my vote would go go towards Dungeon Pets. And here's my very simple, if not crude, reason for that. I hear there is poop cards in 
this game. There's something to do with you're raising pets in this dungeon and there's poop that you have to like clean up or something. I think that's funny. I don't think that's in enough games. And so therefore, Dungeon Pets wins out simply on that matter. Um, What do you think? Let us know. Call 216-352-3864. And we'll be glad to hear from you. Or you can go and vote. There's a poll on Facebook. And there's a poll on Twitter at Board Games Daily. Get your vote in. You pick the winner. We'll bring the results to you next Monday. All right. Let's get back to the show. This one is fresh off the game table. It's time for more board game buzz as Board Games Daily gives you a first impression of the latest games to hit our tables. Hey there, folks. It is Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyofGames.com, coming to you with a first impression. This week's first impression, or today's first impression, is... Batman the Animated Series, Gotham City Under Siege. This is a game by IDW Games, licensed from WB and DC. There was a great TV show in the 90s called Batman the Animated Series. And so we got this game, and I'm going to be honest with you, I thought, eh, most licensed games aren't very good. There are exceptions out there, certainly, but my instinct is just to be like, yeah, this probably isn't going to be very good. And so I was like, oh, whatever, I'll try it out. It's a co-op. You are playing heroes, fighting off the villains of, of Gotham. And so I set it up, and my son and I were going to play, my 10-year-old, and we ran out of time. And so uh, the next day I read the rules, and after I read the rules, I went, oh, wait a second. This looks like it's actually going to be fun. And sure enough, we played a game that weekend, and it was a lot of fun. It is a total dice chucker. Like, you have to enjoy rolling dice. But there are lots of ways to mitigate it and lots of things to do with your dice. So, basically, there are nine buildings out on the board. And around each of uh, that group of buildings are four battlefields. And you are heroes. You might be Batman. You might be Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon and the Gotham City Police Department. You might be Catwoman. You might be Robin. Or you might be Batgirl. And each of them have special abilities, special powers, special things they can do with their dice. They each have their own deck of cards that you'll be using during the game. And so there's lots of replayability in this, really a lot. Um, There are four acts in the game, and the game comes with three different act cards for each act. And so when it gets to act one, you'll shuffle up those three and flip one over, and it will give you different things that are seated out on the board. There's going to be a different story event. There's going to be a different number of masterminds that come out, different event cards that come out. And so every game really is going to be very different because the thing you're fighting last time will not be the same as you're fighting this time. It's going to vary on the number of players, tons of replayability with this. So basically there are are masterminds and villains around the board. And then there are cards that have story events on them. And so you might have to put two six dice on this card. And if you don't, one of the buildings in the middle of the town will will explode. Or you might have to, you might not be able to put any sixes on a card until you get rid of this other story card that keeps that from happening. You might have to re-roll every six that comes up. And I keep saying six. It, it, It does things with all kinds of dice. And 
Each character has their own deck of cards that's specific to them. And at the beginning of each turn, before you see the, the events and things that come out, you, have, you draw two of those cards and you have to pick one to play for, the, for that turn. And they're super powerful and super fun and full of great things to do. And then you'll put the other one on the deck and you'll have to shuffle it next time and you'll, you might get it back later. And so there's, there's decisions to be made regarding that. And you think, oh, I don't, we're going into the fourth act. That's the toughest one. I think I want this card. And you might make a great choice. You might make the wrong choice. It's fun, really fun. I was surprised how fun this was. Uh, it, I, I overlooked it, and I should not have done that. It's lots of fun. In addition to all the special abilities you can do, each person also has these two tokens that they can do to do like one super powerful thing. And you only get two of these tokens. You might get one back in the game, depending on various cards and things that come out. But the chances are you're just going to get it to do it this twice. So that's just another decision point. Like, when do I spend this? How should I do that? It's really fun and ripe for expansions so batman the animated series gotham city under siege check it out super cool talk to you later bye thanks for joining us today board games daily is powered by theologyofgames.com don't forget to head over to theologyofgames.com to check out all we have to offer including written reviews our youtube channel and two other podcasts if you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table. All right, I think that just about does it. So thanks so much for tuning in. Again, don't forget all the ways you can get in touch with the show, including the hotline, including the form on theologyofgames.com slash BGD, and of course, all the social links at Theology of Games on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and at Board Games Daily on Twitter. All of those ways you can get in touch with us. So go for it. What are you waiting for? Also, uh, don't forget, we've got that Patreon thing happening. We'd we'll love to have you on board with us there. And I think that's all I've got. So until we meet again, which will be in just a day or so, for my co-hosts, AJ Skifstad and Scott Firestone, I'm Jeremiah Isley saying, go play a game, folks.